Welcome to Buddy Read Podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Nia. And we're roommates. And we're best friends. Thank you very much. I mean, we're both. Exactly. Therefore, mention it. Okay. We also love to listen to audiobooks. Recently, we started Buddy Reading. Or is it listening? Buddy listening? Buddy reading? You know what? It's whichever. Right. And we wanted to share our thoughts. Yep. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So sit back. Relax. Because Buddy Read starts now. Welcome back to episode 17. Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. We're a little somber today. Just a little. Um, Was woken up to thunderclap storms. This morning, unexpectedly. Thank you, Georgia. I don't appreciate Georgia. I'm not (laughs) accustomed to this type of weather. Well, I kind of am because I've been down here for like three years, but... That's crazy. Growing up, we had this kind of... Like, this is what we call a tropical storm slash hurricane that we got this morning in New York. Right. I really did expect this to be like... Like, this weather, I associate it with the Caribbean. Yeah. Or at least, you know... South America, like further down, basically beyond the equator. Right, moving down to Georgia has definitely opened my eyes to the all thunderclap storms. You could keep those. Sounded like a a tornado hit. It really did. Um, So it was that, and it's very cloudy today. And then it's also the anniversary of Kobe and Gigi, as well as seven other people passing away last year, um, tragically. Yeah, and so. It's just a somber-ish day, so we're in a somber-ish mood, but that doesn't mean that we can't give you our, our all. And we're going to give it to you. For this episode, we'll be discussing How to Catch a Queen by Alyssa Cole. Yeah. So without further ado, let's jump into the synopsis. An arranged marriage leads to unexpected desire in the first book of Alyssa Cole's Runaway Royals series. When Shanti Mohapi was the king of Njaza, her dream of becoming a queen finally comes true. But it's nothing like she imagined. Shanti and her husband may share an immediate and powerful attraction, but her subjects see her as an outsider and everything she was taught about being the perfect wife goes disastrously, disastrously wrong. A king must rule with an iron fist, and newly crowned King Sanyu was born perfectly fitted for the gauntlet, even if he wishes he weren't. He agrees to take a wife, as is required of him, though he doesn't expect to actually fall in love. Even more vexing, his beguiling new queen seems to have the answers to his country's problems, except no one will listen to her. By day, they lead separate lives. By night, she wears a crown, and he bows to her demands in matters of politics and passion. When turmoil erupts in their kingdom and their marriage, Shanti goes on the run and Sanyu must learn whether he has what it takes both to lead his people and to catch his queen. Disclaimer, this is a spoilery episode. If you haven't read the book we're discussing yet, check back in with us once you have. For this review, we'll be focusing on the good and the bad. Unfortunately, we both have no greats. Yeah. Um, and no ugly. So, I mean, that's that's still something positive. Right? It's a balance. We're yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Strictly in the middle. Right. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, for your good. All right. For my good, I, I think I liked individual things. 
um for instance i was intrigued by the storyline the plot of it um i really liked the way Alyssa cole kind of made her characters relatable with their quote-unquote downfalls okay um specifically like sanyu and his like terror or fear rather of failure and disappointing um his father or Masoki. Masoki, right? Yeah, Masoki. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the bad she said it out loud. Yeah. But um I think that that alone was like relatable for me. But I, I have a crazy fear of <laughs> of failure and disappointing people. So I was like, okay, it's that's me seeing me on the on the page rather. Uh-huh. Um I think for Shanti, her intense desire to like help people and be a queen I think it it gave her this one track mind which she wasn't able to like fully let go at sometimes mm-hmm. and be more like I guess down to earth um, I think their their little bit of growth throughout the book I, I appreciated it um, just from them going from practically strangers to a team I I liked I liked the process and um their communication I enjoyed it as well when they had heated discussions they for me they communicated a lot better than some books that I've read uh-huh. where it's like everything's left in the air it started off that way or left in their head and they kind of make you know an assumption but I think for Shanti and Sanyu they tended to discuss things a, a bit better and okay lastly i think not i think i i actually did enjoy um masoki masoki <laughs> i keep doing that with yeah, his name mm-hmm. <laughs> um he he was annoying but i think he was necessary for the story a little bit of background masoki is the um Advisor. It's, it's the advisor and uh, Sanyu's father's best friend. Yes. Who also helped raise Sanyu. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm really terrible at that. But <laughs> I, I did enjoy what his, I guess, villain character had to bring to the, the story. And okay, sorry. I said lastly. But lastly, <laughs> I can tell that um, Alyssa Cole she really did put thought into Injaz's history mm-hmm. and I like the setup. Yeah. I like the, I like learning about the little bits and pieces as we went along into the book. Those were all my, you're good. Yeah. There that, that's my list. Okay. <laughs> Those are pretty great goods. Um, to be honest, same in terms of like the storyline, I enjoyed the storyline more than the plot itself. Okay. So, um, I liked that you don't, excuse me you don't really know it's an easter egg kind of story until you get to the end um and because of that i don't usually we're we're a spoilery show but i don't want to spoil that but uh i think with when no one was watching um i got a little bit we got a little bit of a taste of her easter egg kind of writing but with this one i wasn't expecting it and it was really great to see how everything kind of wrapped up in the end yeah um i did enjoy the plot for the most part i think because the story is character driven 
and plot driven, I had a little bit of a hard time with the plot to a certain degree. But I did enjoy uh, I did enjoy the history of the different regions. You know that this is taking place on the African continent, but the regions or nations are made up. So Njaza, um, Fasolo, I think there was one called either Lightenburg or Littenburg or Yeah, Littenburg, I think. Something something Berg. It had a berg and an L in it. <laughs> With each region, there are customs, there are there's history, there's a religious practice. You know, there are gods and goddesses that one and the other worships, um, yeah. and how ingrained it is to their society. I think, like Nia said, there is a lot of background um, in on in Jaza because that's where the story takes place most of the time. But you also learn a little bit about the solo because Shanti is from uh, the solo, and you can tell that it's based off of uh, different nation states within the African continent. But I do like that there was a bit of a fantasy element to it. Yeah, in that way, I definitely enjoyed like learning about some of the gods and goddesses i didn't retain them same (laughs) and that's only because like when we listen to these books on audio um it's like you get into the story and then once it's done it's like wait what's that god's name yeah i think i think that was my biggest thing like what does that do um in terms of characters i will say that my ultimate favorite character of the entire story is shanti yeah um and i didn't expect it because like when we first meet Shanti, she's very much so put together, poised. She does not come from royalty. She meets uh, Sanyu through this website that matches royal people to people. <laughs> royal match. That's what it's called. <laughs> okay. She meets him through royal match and, you know, bad circumstances because his dad's dying and all that stuff yeah but as we go through the story i think shanti was the character that i held on through throughout the book i wanted to like learn more about her i felt i felt like i connected with her the most because she had for all intents and purposes an unattainable goal like who just wakes up and decides they're going to be queen right and then have their parents take them seriously yeah and then like their her parents are farmers and they move to the capital or the city of wherever in the solo and help her train like she legitimately has a book on queendom yeah that she wrote from notes that she took from other queens so i think with that i was like wow i mean you're dedicated like that's Very that's serious so. dedication and she's well versed in politics she's well versed in economics you know um one of the biggest things i think that they were trying to push forward in this story and in their their um relationship and by there i mean Chan- shanti and sanyu is um better being better for Njaza. So yeah. like there's the whole Pan, I think it was called Pan African um, Railway yeah. that some people are opposed to. You know, just bringing in kind of this modern ideas to a not so modern region. Even though yeah. the region's kind of young in the sense of like having a monarchy, because technically his father is the first and only king, and he reigned for fifty years. Yeah, and then he, you know, Sanyu kind of comes up. But Shanti, she's she's I liked her. I liked her a lot. I liked seeing how um, well educated she was and you know she stood her ground you know but she was also vulnerable she was very much so headstrong but she had her very vulnerable moments and you can see that she battled with those with her inner monologue but once like those scenes kind of came together I think it was I think she was well written and well done yeah um lastly I'll say the friendships um 
Mm-hmm. Y'all know I'm big on friendships. I love a good <laughs> friendship in a story. And for Sanyu, I can't remember his name, but I know he's he's um, Lumu. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I never remember his name, and because it's an audio, you have to go through the audio to get there. Yeah. And I'm just like, I just don't want to. <laughs> but he's uh Lumu. Yeah, I think it's Lumu. If we're wrong, sorry. But yeah. he's he's Sonya's assistant, but also a lifelong friend. And we find out more about him in the end, too. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's he's that friend that I think Sonya needed that wasn't like a royal. So like, you know, because he has his royal friends that he spends time with and that he's traveled with. But, you know, so, um, Lumu is more so his assistant, helps him with the day-to-day work as king, but also kind of tells it as it as it is. Yeah. And I think, like, he keeps him on a straight and narrow, in my mind. I don't yeah. know if I made that up, but... <laughs> I feel like he keeps him grounded, Yeah, too. I really like him a lot. And I also liked the women that um, Shanti kind of runs into. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to give away too much, because <laughs> this part of the story is so intriguing to me. But basically, there are a group of women who who are fighting for change within Injaza. They want more equality for women and minorities and all of the things that we consistently fight for yeah. here in real life in the United States and all over the world. So I enjoyed that part because she kind of, Shanti got kind of got to find herself with these group of women and they didn't actually know who she was they didn't right. know that she was the queen of Injaza, so that was great um yeah and that's i think those are my goods like it was friendship it was specifically shanti as a character and i didn't mind the storyline slash plot okay. those are my goods <laughs> okay okay i never go through my goods that fast well i think this book you can yeah yeah. Okay, so kicking it over to the bads. Oh my gosh. All right, so you <laughs> you said you like Sanyu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just knew we were going to disagree on a few things. Ooh, Sanyu got on my last nerve. Yes, he did from the beginning. <laughs> okay, like from the prologue. I was just like, I am done with him. I don't want to see him anymore. Um, clearly, I can't say that because he's a main character. But Sanyu <laughs> is like, okay, here's the thing. I think in general, I appreciate his character, right? Yeah. Because he is legitimately the complete opposite of his father. Like the region is known for being like the iron fist because his father was very much so an iron fist kind of guy. Yeah, He is not that kind of person, you know? He genuinely cares about people. He doesn't really want to be at this level um, in terms of like royalty. He doesn't want to be a royal. He right. was. He honestly wishes that he was a regular degular schmo, which that's okay. Like I like that because you know royalty, and I wanted to be royalty and all the things. He was a little whiny though. <laughs> he was a little whiny, and um, I just I was just rather annoyed by him and his whininess, and it was just <laughs> annoying. <laughs> So I didn't really like him. I, I understood him though. And I think there were things about him that I liked. Yeah. As a character in general, hell no. I'm <laughs> sick of him. And he wanted to take her ideas and not even give her credit. And I just, mm-mm. no, Mr. Sanyu. Okay. No. Um, so that's how I feel about Sanyu. <laughs> that's After how I feel all about of Sanyu. that. I just, I get his purpose. I just hated it. Like, that was what it was. I hated 
the whining about not wanting to be a royal and I don't want to be king and <laughs> me <laughs> and I'm not and I mean some of the stuff is like genuinely he he legitimately experiences trauma from Masoki yeah. because Masoki raised him to be this very tough guy and was very tough on him yeah um so that is very traumatic when that's not your personality i absolutely get that but the whining my guy you're king okay like there you can't go back now you're king hello hi how are you doing you're the king okay and you can choose to rule the way you want to rule okay yeah speaking of masoki's bitch ass Ooh. i can't believe you like masoki i hated him i was not okay before you continue on the burn Nia's bridges down, um, <laughs> I don't like Masoki. I just liked that he was the villain, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. He was essentially the villain. Yeah. Um, and that's why I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think for me, what it was with Masoki, I was like, I see you. I see you. I know your number. He didn't follow through, but I, in my mind, I was like, this is the guy that's going to try to stage a coup because he wants the kingdom to be run the way he wants it to be ran. And I'm not with none of the shits. I don't like him at all. I did not like him at all. Not even at the end when he's like, uh, an old man and he's like oh I'm an old man and I sacrificed my life for ninjas I don't care I don't care that was your choice wow Kimbo. that was your choice no I don't care nah but we really had the same thought on Masoki cause I was waiting for his little bat side to act up I was like take the cane and whop him <laughs> Because he, he he walks with the king, guys. He does walk with the king. <laughs> he's an older he's an older man. I mean, they both um, Masoki and and King Sanyu's father. I don't king remember Sanyu. His... Okay, King King he's, Sanyu. He's Sanyu the second. Okay, King Sanyu the first. <laughs> uh, and another person that y'all are gonna meet. I just don't want to spoil it because I love that part. Um, they formed the kingdom together. They they like took the kingdom away from the colonizers and all yeah. that stuff which I love that I didn't get to say that in my good I love that people are referred to as colonizers I was like yes y'all <laughs> better Black Panther up in this bitch honestly I got so much Black Panther from it there was very much Black Panther vibe anyways back to Masoki's trifling ass <laughs> I didn't like him, and that, but he was a really good villain. I will say that he was a really good villain, and I know that there was a little bit of a redemption arc in the end. Yeah. I didn't care for it because I don't care for him because I <laughs> legit was waiting for him to stage a coup, highest of keys. I was about to beat somebody's ass, not really, but you know <laughs> that that was that was one of my um, bads. The final bad, which is so hard to say, is the romance. Yeah. I hated the romance. <laughs> I hated the romance. I did not like the steam because here's the thing about this story. It's almost insta lovey because they're forced together, right? But they're they are attracted to each other in the beginning. I don't have a problem with insta love. It's not my favorite, but I don't have a problem with it. But then it was like I just didn't feel anything. Like I felt nothing. And I'm not gonna lie to you. I think 
a lot of that has to do with the narrator. Yeah. I think the narrator was a little bit too monotone, especially during those very steamy scenes where I'm like ready to get there. Like, yeah, bring on the steam. It was very much so monotone. Um, The parts where like, she's like legit moaning Sanyu's name. The narrator's like, Sanyu. And I'm like, bitch, what are you talking about? That's probably not how she's saying it. (laughs) And... (laughs) I'm not trying to make you laugh. I really am not. I was really frustrated because I really, honestly, I would have preferred them to be like, this is so bad to say this, but I preferred them to be um, married in name and not in romance. Okay. And I normally love and want the romance, but for this story, I just wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I don't know. Like, I understand Shanti. Like, I like Shanti for the fact that she also is very much so like, if you horny, I'm horny. Let's be horny together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then it was just, it just, the romance was just not good. Like, I just, I just didn't fall in love with anything. And then the steam was just not that great because of the narrator. I will say it's because of the narrator. Because I think if I read it on my own, I would have probably um, liked it more. Liked it more. But man. I, I, can, I can understand. I can understand. That was hard to say, y'all. I don't know. That was super hard to say. Because <laughs> it's a romance. And it's it's a black romance. So I'm like, ready for all that. It was nothing that I expected. Yeah. So that's my bads. Okay. Um, uh, what are what are your bads? All right. My, my bads really came down to um, the pacing and the romance. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ooh, she said the pacing. I am rubbing off on you whatever (laughs) (laughs) no but for real I think for me even though I sped it up at some places it felt like it was just like a a slow crawl and I think that really impacted how I kind of received the book I guess the enjoyability of the book yeah yeah like it was just I really wish some things I guess maybe some things were cut down and more things some other things were expanded on I don't know I think yeah I, agree. I think it was just really slow and like I said I didn't I didn't I did enjoy the plot I was very interested so I kept reading but I don't know it's I don't think I can pick it up again s- soon uh okay. so yeah yeah but um not but but also (laughs) the romance it did i think i agree with you where it should have been kind of like a business transaction rather than um a romance i don't i didn't catch a lot of chemistry between them that's what it is chemistry i think none yeah i i feel like they, they are attracted to each other yeah um they may even love each other possibly yeah but when it came to the romance it just wasn't there and i'm i was trying to figure out is this because it wasn't necessarily meant to be like a romancy romancy you know like those where there's like a fall- courting yeah and, and, and like um what you call yeah courting, courting and, and like falling, falling over love, and yeah. like i guess it's supposed to be a lot more i guess mature 
No, 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 no. I don't think it's mature. I think it's maybe I, mature is the wrong. I think maybe word. it's more regal, and you and I don't read regal stuff like okay, that. Okay, so maybe maybe that that is what it level. is. So I think maybe that might play into because yes, so so I'm trying to figure out if it's a me issue, right, or a or a book issue. issue. Yeah, gotcha. So that's why I put them in my bad because I'm, the romance just was not hidden for me. Like the chemistry for me was a little yeah. off like i felt like we got to that those last moments too quickly from where we were starting in the beginning yeah like at least romance wise yeah 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 like no. they're come from two people who really didn't talk to each other for like 4 months yeah to like fall in in like a the week and a half the last week right the yeah. last week and a half of her <laughs> trial because that's what it is is that basically she's on trial or rather then- 3 months cuz they started like in that last month to like talk yeah More, right but it was like a week it basically was like a week and a half i don't even feel like it was a whole excuse me a whole month yeah so it it was just a little off for me so that's why i had to put it in the bad yeah, the pacing and the chemistry or the pacing and the romance rather yeah. which that sucks for us because you know y'all know we love a good romance yeah and some good steam i mean even the steam i do feel like the narrator just didn't, didn't read it right because i if I read it, I I think in my head I could have used a different voice and yeah, it would have yeah. helped. It would have been hotter. Yeah. And steamier. Yeah. Instead, it was just like, Merp. I will say though, a little bit of a spoiler, when he said, come wife, sit on your throne, I said, okay, yeah, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Son, you, <laughs> I see you. First of all, put some respect on his name, King. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. King, Son, you. <laughs> I'm dead, I'm dead. I hear you. But yeah, it fell flat still. But yeah. So moving on to our takeaway slash moral of the story. Yes. I <laughs> I said. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> what was it? No, I'm playing. Um, sometimes we need another person to see what we can't. I just figured because they they needed to be a team in order to like kind of progress yeah he needed her eyes to see how badly he was being controlled and how bad the, the state of the yeah the state of the country was in yeah i just i just went with that and she needed him to be a little bit more less loose less, yeah like <laughs> I was gonna say, less uptight yeah a little bit loose so yeah identify with her um, i'm very much an uptight person so yeah and i'm out I think that's why I like Sanyu because I I could be that way. Yeah. Um, not whiny I'm, though. Like, no, no, no. Not at all. Not whiny. I'm talking about in in my head, fearful of a failure and all that stuff. I don't need an ant. Uh, uh, an antacid. Is that what that what the heck is it called? Fur. <laughs> What's tubs called? Oh, an antacid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had a whole brain fart. <laughs> I don't need one, but my body does physically re- um, react to stress. So. Same. But no, me, yeah, me, me and him were shooting the same gym. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> I guess that's why we like them separate of each other. <laughs> I mean, I love Sh- Shanti too, though. Yeah, no, no, I guess. Okay, yeah. What about you? So, for my moral of the story, I said set those quote unquote unattainable goals and reach for them. Even if they don't turn out the way you expect, you'll feel better about accomplishing them. And that was really. Shanti. Yeah. She was the reason I said that. Because, I mean, I'm not just going to wake up one day and say, I'm going to be queen. Right. If you be a mighty king. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she really did. She set her goals. She, she strived for 
for that position and she didn't it wasn't just about royalty and the crown and all of those things it's about helping people um it's about seeing the world as what it is and trying to make this part of the world a better place for the citizens within that region and i thought that was amazing um so yeah that's that's my moral of the story that's my takeaway that's your takeaway so my rating oh my gosh okay my rating is generously gonna be a three but in reality a 2.75 okay okay but i'm going to be generous enough to bump it um and that is only because there are major facets of the story that i actually did enjoy yeah but man oh man yeah (laughs) it was it was it was a little bit of a struggle to get through i'm not gonna lie it it was kind of a struggle what about you um my raiden is a three only because i feel like it had a lot of potential to be better so technically my real actual would probably be like a 2.5 um but i do that's that's lower than me what yeah because when i read it i'll be honest when i read it i was like oh my gosh this is this is gonna be great. It start for me. I was like, Kim, I'm getting Black Panther vibes. I can't wait for you to start. Yeah. And I read it, and then like after I read it, I was just like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't feel that great after all. But the ending was really good. I will yeah, say the, the ending, ending is saved really a lot of it for yeah, me. Yeah. Like the ending, I I felt was really great. Like it came out of left field for me, and what I thought was going to happen didn't like like we mentioned before with um Masoki mm-hmm. Masoki yeah, <laughs> I don't Masoki. know why I can't get his name Masoki's <laughs> but yeah I gave it a three because I do feel like it had a lot of potential um maybe if I do read it again I might have to actually read it yeah instead physical, of physically. doing like like a an audio book yeah yeah I agree all right so we have reached the end. The end of the show. Yeah. What? So for our next read, we are going to be reading The Space Between Worlds by Micaiah Johnson. And we'll have a special guest. Yes. It's new to the show. Finally, yeah. we have someone new. We have a new co-host, guys. Right. It's okay. We won't keep using Toya. <laughs> <laughs> Though you will hear from Toya again. Of course. Um, and our special guest will be Laura from at Crofty Reader. Hey, Laura. Hey, Laura. I can't wait to meet you, girl. Yeah, we're so excited to have Laura on the show to discuss this book because, honestly, she's a major reason that I wanted us to read the book. Okay. Um, It's very much so sci-fi, very much so queer, and I love sci-fi. Oh, and it's also black. So it's black, sci-fi, queer. Ooh. Um, we enjoy sci-fi-ish movies. We do. However, book-wise, it's, it's something that I'm trying to get into a little bit more. Yeah, I haven't ventured that way yeah. yet so but i'm looking forward to it right so we are super excited to discuss this with laura next two weeks <laughs> when we do discuss it with laura we are excited it will post the episode will post on february 11th i know that much <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all thanks for tuning in we'll see you next time bye. bye thanks for tuning in don't forget to subscribe rate and review us on apple podcast You can also find us on Spotify, CastBox, and Anchor.fm. Remember to follow us on Twitter at BuddyReadPod. And Instagram at BuddyReadPodcast for all of our live reactions and updates.